Good morning and welcome back to South Florida Sunday. I'm Tracy St. George with some friends in the studio from Community Foundation. We've got Daryl Houston, who is a Community Impact Officer, and Eric Aquino, who is a Community Impact Coordinator. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Glad to be here. Fantastic. And we're going to talk about some grants and scholarship programs. But first, why don't you tell me a little bit about the Community Foundation? What exactly is it? And how do you make an impact? Uh, Sure. So the Community Foundation has been in Palm Beach, Martin County's, oh gosh, probably about just over 45 years or so. Uh, and we are what we call a grant-making institution that we help support the local nonprofit sector. And, and really, we um, facilitate philanthropic resources within our community. So it's, it's a great way for us to uh, support those local organizations that are doing great work on the grounds. We provide those resources to help them do the work that they're doing. So you basis. raise the money. We donate the money to you. You filter it out to the different organizations. Absolutely. Oh, that's cool. Easy way of putting it. Very yep. nice. Okay. Um, what what do you do to make an impact? How do you make that impact? Well, there's a number of different ways. So I'll talk a little bit about, I guess, the grants, and Eric can share with you about the scholarship okay. side. So one of our one of our main focuses is providing grants, to, as I mentioned, to nonprofit organizations here in Palm Beach and Martin counties. So we do that through different tools. So we have what we call a donor advised tools, where a donor creates a fund at our foundation, and they have discretion over those resources. So it gives them a little control over supporting organizations that they want to support. But all also, there's the part where uh, the staff has the expertise, the knowledge of what's going on in the community. And so we go through a competitive process to have organization to request resources from the foundation. Uh, we go through about, it's about a three to four month process of organizations to submit a, a letter of inquiry uh, for a proposal. We go on site business and we sit down with our committees and just do a really uh, drawn out process of, you know, really uh, diving in and doing some research in the organization to make sure we're making prudent decisions on the organization that's what we're supporting. Okay, so let's pretend I wanted to start the Tracy St. George Foundation. What would I do first? Is there a website I go to or is there a phone number I call? How do they contact you? I would say first to contact us uh, through our phone number. Um, you can reach me at uh, 561-340-4509 or you can go to our website at www.yourcommunityfoundation.org. And I always encourage folks starting a new organization, the first step is go out and meet with the foundations. Get to know the staff and, and share with them your focus and your passion in the organization that you're creating. Because uh, it's it's really tough to start a 501c3 today and expect to get a 50000 grant tomorrow. Um, you have to build that those relationships and, and show a track record of you really using those resources in a prudent manner. Uh, and so get to know the organization, get to know the foundation, and then you can build that relationship from there. Okay, interesting. And it's yourcommunityfoundation.com. Dot org. Dot org. Okay, gotcha. How much does the foundation give out in grants per year on average? On average, I think we give about $11 million a year. Holy moly. Yeah. And that's in, com <laughs> that's, that's in combination of all of our donor advised funds, uh, designated funds directly to specific organizations, as well as the competitive stuff that Daryl just mentioned, alongside the scholarships as well. I'm just blown away. $11 million yeah. Yeah. your mm -hmm. foundation gives. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. How about uh, scholarships? Yeah, so the scholarships actually we give the last four or five years now, it's been about a million dollars each year in scholarships. Wow. And, and that's just to students of Palm Beach and Martin counties. And each student gets about, on average, $10,000 per student, which is almost 10 times the amount of a like the normal private foundation scholarship that a student might get. That's amazing. Yeah, oh, my goodness. Across the four years, too, so it's spread out, you know, for the length of 
the average stay at a university. Mm-hmm. Right. Do juniors, are, are they already applying for scholarships? And if they want one, how do they get it? Right. So I would encourage somebody who's a rising senior in high school to focus on selecting their school right now. And then from there, right around the fall, I'd say uh, October, November is when they should really start looking for private scholarships, especially ours. Our scholarship opens in November, the application, and the application usually ends January, February, sometime in there. Um, and yeah, it's 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 a bit of a process, but at the same time, we're looking at so many different factors towards these students, not just financial need, but where they're going, what their career aspirations are, school choice. Um, we've got students going to schools all over the country and even all over the world. So. It's it's a and pretty wide open program. That happen. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh we have about gosh. we have over a hundred different scholarship funds, each with their own little criteria, their own little quirks and stuff like that. And so it's a it's a really really neat program that's so expansive and I think very impactful mm-hmm. in the lives of students because again that's a million dollars each year. You Absolutely. guys must feel like fairy godfathers. <laughs> just yes. like I mean, you guys just make the lives of some students and people mm-hmm. around Palm Beach and Martin counties. Yeah, you know it's exciting. Wow. I think for us, and and I'll, and I'll speak for myself. Um, it's you, you talk about getting up to go to work every morning. Uh, sometimes you know you're tired, you're exhausted physically, <laughs> but uh, mentally, uh, emotionally, and and excitingly. I mean, it's it's an organization that you can go to and know at the end of the day you're doing some tremendous work in our community to make it better for all. Yeah. So it's, it's really yeah. exciting to wake up and go to work every morning. That's and, so great. And looking at it from the nonprofit perspective as well, I think oftentimes the public perception of a nonprofit is just at one single neighborhood or for one single purpose. We get this really cool bird's eye view of mm-hmm. everything that's happening all over uh, these two counties, and I think it's we're at like what seven thousand nonprofits in Palm Beach County. Yeah, so you're looking there. at probably around seven thousand nonprofits, probably active, probably maybe a third to half of those. Um, but at the same time, you know, as Eric mentioned, so you know, we're, it's, it's this opportunity that we can play like jacks of all trades. So we know a little bit about housing, we know about yeah. youth program, the hunger <laughs> program, seniors program, environment. So it gives you this broad knowledge of what the needs are in the community, and knowing that you can help allocate resources to those programs it's awesome and it's honestly humbling too because it's a responsibility now that you know since we're in all these different areas mm-hmm. it's like for as exciting as it is it's it's it can be daunting too mm-hmm. because it's like we're in so many different spaces and we're trying to help so many different areas mm-hmm. so I think that's what helps uh, in our in the foundation directed grants that we really work in mm-hmm. having some narrowed focus areas like community revitalization education attainment and positive youth development yeah. I think having those as like kind of a niche for us mm. in the in the funds that we can direct, I think really helps as well. And you you said you do hunger as well, so you really do everything. Yeah, we and from from our as I mentioned the donor buy side that allows our donors to give into any nonprofit five one c three within our in our country actually, but locally our community foundation staff really provides direction around the resources that that go through a competitive process or we invite proposals that to be submitted to us. And as Eric just mentioned, we just took a shift over the past year or so to really narrow our focus uh, and from our competitive side down to three areas, which he mentioned the community revitalization, education attainment, and the positive youth development programs. Your Community Foundation. .org. Okay. Uh, what it. kind of organizations receive grants this year? But actually, we, we I think we awarded to approximately through our competitive process about 
33 different organizations for just over $1.3 million. Uh, organizations like, uh, smaller organizations like the EJS Project down in Delray that focus on youth. Uh, you have one of the organizations in West Palm, a smaller organization that's starting to grow, Suits for Seniors. Uh, you have some of the larger organizations Suits as well. Suits for Seniors? Suits for Seniors, oh. absolutely. Which is a neat program that they go into the schools and really provide uh, financial literacy for youth, life skills, opportunities, and at the end of the, the session, they graduate and they get a uh, kind of like almost like a tailor-made suit for them. So it's it's, awesome. it's it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then also you have the larger organizations that uh, provide a wider reach, like the Lord's Place, Adopt a Family, uh, Center for Children, Child Counseling. So we, we we try to cover the gamut from small to large and, and just really support those organizations that are doing tremendous work within our community. Do you have specific priority funding areas at the foundation? And can you tell me about what those are? Yeah, and I'll touch on two, and I'll let Eric touch on another, the, the, the last one. So as I mentioned, we have our community revitalization. So community revitalization, we look at communities and, and look at what are the areas that need to support them to help them be vibrant and safe communities. So you look at uh, infrastructure, you look at buildings, you look at health, you look at economics. So those are things that we look at funding through our community revitalization lens. And then you actually have our positive youth development program. So looking at programs that are keeping kids on a positive trajectory to continue to grow. Uh, in that space and then Eric can share a little bit about the education yeah and education attainment is precisely what you would think it would be but more so you know I think the the natural launching point is K through 12 education programs and while we'll still you know while we still work in those areas I think a lot of the focus in the future is really gearing towards um, workforce training adult education uh, some more non-traditional routes uh, just to really help uh, our populations as a whole grow in their education um, just because a lot of, I mean, the statistics are out there that, you know, the more educated you are, the, the, the higher likelihood you have to kind of climb the, the socioeconomic ladder, so to speak. Right. And so I think that's really important to have um, a lot of programs in our area that offer that to adults as well as, you know, young people. And so having that as a focus area as well, I think, is really important. Now, you told me how the foundation selects the nonprofits for grants each year, but can you run me through that one more time? How do people do that? Sure. So um, each year we have an open, we'll have an open cycle. Uh, We'll go out as a staff and do kind of like our road show and talk to organizations about what the funding strategies are for the year. Uh, so we'll open up with a letter of inquiry so organizations just submits a quick snapshot of what they're proposing or requesting funding for. And based on that, we'll sit down and review those and we'll invite some organizations back to submit a full proposal that provides more detail about the program and services that they're going to provide, followed by a more detailed site visit to, sh- to ensure that we're doing as much due diligence as possible. Uh, because we like to, as I mentioned earlier, we like to be prudent um, and really efficient in terms of allocating our donors resources that they left in our hand to be good stewards of those uh, and then that's followed by uh, an approval by our board of directors and then organizations are funded those that are selected and it sounds like you guys are busy all the time how many people do work at the community foundation i mean you, you're going out and doing all of this research don't tell me it's just you two i think it's about yes it's <laughs> so, 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 so. <laughs> i mean yeah. i think january might have something to say about that but uh i think there's about 18 full-time staff yeah we're, and we're, I, we're and I think two part-timers that's mm-hmm. still not very many for yeah, how much research you do for every single project mm-hmm. and foundation and grant and all that stuff that you work on and and we do have a, a, we talk about our 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 grant side that 
or sort of the eyes and ears in the streets and, and understanding what the issues are in our community. But we have a, a, also a dynamic side of our organization, which is our development team that really works with those high network individuals to help bring those resources into community foundations so we can continue to flow those resources back into the community as well. So what is in store this year for your funding? Oh man, it's, it's, it's going to be exciting. Uh, last year we rolled out our first area of community revitalization just to really manage our staff expectation as we rolled out this new grant making program. Uh, but next year we'll have all three of our focus areas for organizations to access resources through. Uh, so it, I think for us, as exciting as it's going to be, it, it's definitely going to be a challenge because yep. we're going to have more requests coming in, uh, which means it less pot of the money to go between the different organizations. Ah. So uh, as, as challenging as that it may be, we're, we're so excited and pumped up about the opportunities, uh, but also not only in the grant-making side, but also as we continue to be leaders within Palm Beach County. I would definitely say that the leadership aspect is a huge part, too, just with, again, since we exist in so many different spaces, I think just the fact that we have a seat at so many different tables allows us to really kind of continue conversations and you know cheap plug for uh, On the Table, which is an initiative we're mm -hmm. having, we, we're doing for a second year as well, um, where we just get all of Palm Beach and Martin County together on a single day to talk about what they love about their community and how to make it better. Oh, that's a so great idea. That's coming yes. in November, and um, you can find more about that on our website as well. Um, and it's, 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 again, one of those leadership initiatives that we're really trying to step forward in where we can really make a difference in that space as well as far as guiding a lot of other nonprofits and other foundations, you know, in a positive direction. Sounds like you're leading everyone into a positive direction. And we're, we're trying to do our best, I tell yeah, you. Yeah, I tell you. Okay, so how can we let um, nonprofits or students know how to apply for grants and scholarships? We talked about this earlier. Mm -hmm. You're going to log on to yourcommunityfoundation.org. And yep. then what? And then um, you can take a look at there's different links within our website. You can click on the nonprofit sector section, and it'll give you an overview of nonprofit opportunities that they can apply for grants. Uh, right now, we don't actually have a process open, and so once it's available, uh, we also send out a notice to our nonprofit email list serve that hey, there's a grant opportunity open. It opens at this time and closes at this time, so get your request in now. Uh, so that's more so on the grant side, and Eric can share a little more about that. Yeah. Scholarships. And, and by the way, if you are a nonprofit and you want to get on our mailing list, you can jump right on there. It's it's open and it's free, so feel free to stay in touch with mm -hmm. us that way. Um, but on the scholarship side, it's just as easy. You just go onto our website and follow the scholarships tab. And again, you know, the like I said, the scholarship application opens in the fall, ends in the winter, and then we do our selection process through the spring. And it's, you know, easy three-step process yeah. in that regard. <laughs> um, it definitely easier than it, 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 it sounds easier than it is. Exactly. I'll say that um, because we get about a thousand applicants every year, mm -hmm. um, and we only choose about a hundred of them. So oh, that's got It's highly hard. selective. Mm -hmm. yeah. It, yeah. That's that's you talk about you know the job being fun. That's probably one of the hardest parts yeah, of the job. Exactly. Yeah. Um, luckily, we have a scholarship committee. We have our board of directors. You know, so we've got a robust team all looking at you know all these different aspects of the scholarship program and so um, it's you know it's a wonderful burden so now a grant is for a business or a foundation and a scholarship is for students so the grants are for um, approved 501c3 nonprofit you have to be a nonprofit organization to receive a grant from the community foundation okay. and we also have a mini grant program too available for some of the more um, 
upstart nonprofits, you know, so the ones that are fairly new or not so well established. Uh, so, you know, it's a, it's a, a, a more reasonable grant amount mm-hmm. for newer organizations to kind of get their foot in the door and really uh, kind of be project focused. And so there's opportunities for that. Mm-hmm. You know, we also have our full community impact grants. We've got field of interest um, that are, you know, more area specific. And then, you know, like a, we've got all those different grant programs. Absolutely. And, uh, That's unbelievable. And there's yeah. 20 of you who do this. Wow. Small, small but mighty. Small but mighty. small but mighty. I love that. I'm talking to Daryl and Eric from yourcommunityfoundation.org to find out more information about all this stuff. Now, before I let you go, one more question. Mm-hmm. We talked about the on the table. Yeah. Now, tell me one more time, because I think people will want to get together and talk about how much they love this stuff and what they want to do more in their community. Definitely. Like Eric said, on the table, it's, it's just a, a way for the community foundation to really show its leadership, but also it allows residents from all walks of life to have great conversations um, that are not forced conversations. Um, and it's not political. Or, or no, yeah. not so political. It's, it's very, very no organic fights. conversations. Right. And it's not coming from a place of negativity either, mm-hmm. because often so much civic engagement is brought about because there's a say, problem. I was going to say, they're arguing yeah. in these. No, no. no. And so it's we. It's highly catered towards starting off on a positive footing and building from there. Mm-hmm. And I think so much more constructive conversations and so much more action and impact can happen if people kind of set aside their differences and talk about what they love because you can find so much more in common that way than through what you despise about exactly. something. Yeah, and put a smile on your face when you leave rather than Mah, yes. mad. Yes. And we <laughs> encourage it to be around a meal as well. Mm-hmm. So meals or drinks. You're serving so food too? Okay. We don't serve the food, but <laughs> we encourage you to have some food at the table. <laughs> exactly. That's why it's <laughs> on, the, on, the, on the, the table. <laughs> and when is that? It's going to uh, be November 13th, 2019. Okay. So our second time doing it. So put that on the it. calendar. Daryl and Eric, thank you so much for joining us. It's yourcommunityfoundation.org. Yes, ma'am. And what is the phone number they can call if they need you? 561-659-6800. Fantastic. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. Thank you so much.